It's 12 minutes to four. Tim Rock's with you through until six o'clock as we carry on with Politics Central and the OCR. Did I say O? I sort of said Ow, like Lionel Richie back in the Commodores days. But anyway, the OCR uh, has increased to 2.5%. So this is the highest since 2016. Also this week, uh, we have the Consumer Price Index is uh, expected to increase. Uh, and so we will get the results of that. Joining us now, we've got the economist for the, Crown, the Council of Trade Unions, Craig Rennie, and he thinks that more needs to be done for low-income families as budgets get tighter and tighter. Craig, thank you for joining us on your Sunday afternoon, and you say more needs to be done. What more should be done, do you think? Thanks for having me on. Um, certainly one of the things I think that we need to do is to be protecting low- and middle-income uh, households from the consequences of inflation. Um, as you said, you know, we're expecting the data on Monday, but it, it probably won't be good. Um, and it's those households who've really done it tough over the past uh, um, uh, over the past year. They've seen uh, you know food prices rising six point six percent. We saw rents rising four percent. They're both well in excess of uh, where we're seeing wages rising, and particularly average wages. Um, and so we need to be making sure that they're 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 protected from um, those rising costs. Um, I think there's a number of things that we could do. You know, we need to make sure that we're continuing to lift the minimum wage. We need to make sure we're encouraging as many employers to be uh, members of the living wage and to pay the living wage because that guarantees um, a certain level of income for workers. Um, And we need to be doing things like closing gender pay gaps. Women are paid 10.8% less on average than men. um, And it's one of the things that we certainly need to do. Finally, we need to be making sure that um, our public services continue to have investments in them because as we see rising costs of living, as we see so budgets put under more and more stress. We're going to see more need for essential public services like state housing, like education, like health services. Mm. Um, and so we need to be doing those things to make sure that when people need help, they can get it and that we're protecting incomes, very particularly for low and middle income households. OK, so you must be pleased with the increases to the minimum wage over recent years. Uh, when it comes to the living wage, are most businesses doing that? Are, are, are businesses that are paying people the minimum wage, are they the outlier rather than more common? Well, more and more businesses are paying the living wage, um, which is great to see. Um, but there are still lots and lots of businesses that are not. Um, you know, And, and the, li- the living wage is calculated at a rate that allows a household to lead a life of decency and meaning to them on an average rent. You know, leading, you know, uh, spending sort of you know, uh, on an average basis. Um, a living wage is still not a fantastic wage. It's still not something you know you'd want to choose to live on, but it's certainly better than the minimum wage. And one of the things we need we need to make sure is that, as well as living, as well as lifting to the to the living wage, we're also making sure that we're not uh, adding to the challenges in the economy by uh, uh, by giving money away in, uh, uh, through the crown in the forms of tax cuts that have been proposed by some parties. What about a, a shifting of tax brackets? W- would you be in favour of that? Oh, I think there's plenty of... I think that's a really good argument to be had about whether or not we should be shifting the tax brackets right now. Um, you know, what's been put on the table by the National Party as a tax move, um, the majority of that tax benefit um, goes to the top 3% of income earners. And so if you're on the minimum wage, you'll get somewhere in the order of $2 a week um, in, in terms of the National Party's proposal. Okay. For the same amount of money, that would, that costs $1.7 billion. For the same amount of money, you could give everyone in New Zealand a $5,000 tax-free zone. That would give that same minimum income uh, worker $525 a 
a week. Craig, we've only got about 30 seconds left, but how is New Zealand comparing with the rest of the world with regards to inflation and cost of living, do you know? Um, inflation in New Zealand is high, but it's not as high in the UK or Spain or Europe or the US. It's certainly a challenge here, and it's certainly something that we need to tackle and to protect those low and middle income earners. Craig Greeny, thank you so much, economist for the Council of Trade Unions. We'll talk another time at eight minutes now to four. It's News Talk ZB.